If you're lost, then you can always be found because it's never too late to turn yourself around. This words were spoken to some by someone who is not only inspiring me today, but all of the country around. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Talk Sense to Me, where we interview and share insights of brands, artists, and creators who has been defining 21st century. Lihaf is introducing a new extraordinary artist named Nitish Anand, aka Sabnam Bebapa. Hello, Nitish. How are you doing? I am doing amazing, and thank you so much for having me at the moment. And oh, how are you guys awesome. doing? We are amazing. And we are so excited to do with this with you. And I don't think there's another anybody else that will do rather than it's you. So can we start our the first question, which is like the most requested question on our platform? What do you define as a drag queen? What does it means to you? So see, drag is an art form, is an art form wherein a guy or a girl that dresses up in the opposite gender to entertain people on stage. However, when a guy does it on stage, that person is quoted as a drag queen and when a girl does it and like she knows uh, she's she gets known as a drag king so that's how like this is what the art form means to me personally like you go on stage you wear a fun costume and your whole purpose is to entertain people on stage that's a great definition it's like an art itself wearing a dress which you have never worn before dressing up as a, in an opposite gender and performing it's not only for the audience, for themselves also. I, I think this is one of the most artistic thing ever, ever invented. What, like we all have so seen you in, you. of course, you're the best. <laughs> we all have seen <laughs> you in TEDx speak and which let alone is an inspiration, but we want what is the behind the scene. How did a college student end up advocating for drag and LGBTQI community rights? How did it all happen? So it's a really funny story. However, I didn't start drag when I was in college. I started drag right before my board exams when I was in school. So, so this daring. one day, you know, I know. And I like, I just wanted a change in my life. You know, while growing up, I always knew that, you know, there is something different that I want to do. And, you know, I had this thing. I still have this thing in me, you know, wherein uh, like whatever I do, it should help others as well. Not only me, but so many Nitish who might be around you know, to just embrace and, you know, power, like empower the unheard voices we have. Because when I was growing up, I had no one to look after to, right? But then when I grew up, when I was in 12th, I thought that now I know how to communicate. I know that how my voice can be reached to so many people. So I should just do something so that the people who would be at my age after some years would be having something to look after to, would be having some resources on the internet to check that, you know, why do we feel so? How do we feel so? And what can be done? So I think that was the core idea of me, you know, ad advocating for the LGBTQ plus right. However, Shabnam is a really funny story in my life. So this one day, a few friends of mine, they, you know, dared me to dress up as a girl. And I did that. And uh, I also wanted to, you know, uh, go ahead and check out and like uh, stalk someone like one of my exes. And I didn't want that person to realize that he should, you know, recognize me that I'm there. So I just dressed up in the op opposite gender and I went to this party and I accidentally bumped into a guy. Uh, what that guy gave me was more than a cigarette, nothing fishy. He gave me an advice uh, wherein he said that, you know, uh, he was so stunned to see that how I had this courage or this confidence to, you know, go out and just dress up as a, a woman and being so young and doing it also out and proud. 
and i just told him that i wanted to do it and i'm doing it and i don't see anything wrong in it right i like instead i feel very empowered at this very moment and then this person was mr keshav suri uh, the owner of uh, kitty sue the club and the and the one like i think he's he's now the executive director of the lalit hotels and palaces in india that runs into seven cities and two continents so yeah so he said that why don't you perform for me and then i was like i, I don't even know about this art form but then i went back home i gave my board exams and you know the time be- between your college and your board exams you have a lot of gap so that's like that was a time you know when i started thinking about it uh, the references i had even since like ever since my childhood was this movie called from this movie called hairspray wherein uh, david i think there was this actor named david he played the role of the edna turnblad one of the actors on that show so that guy was playing a role of a woman in that movie is it like is a form of drag and then kamal hassan doing chachi charsovis uh, is a form of drag and then guthi palak played by sunil grover and Ge- kiku sharda is, like is a form of drag so i had so many examples and refer- and references you know which were so prominent out there so i wanted to do something like this so i came up with the name and you know when i thought that i'm starting something new uh, it should be you know up with the market so what i did uh, i had this teacher in my school you know who always knew that i was very different and uh, she always encouraged me and motivated me to you know do more and more she used to see something in me and her name was shabnam instead of judging me i had her enormous support throughout my school life to just to believe in my own beliefs and to be confident and be liberal about my thoughts and so that's where my first name comes into the picture however i was in love with a guy you know a really great guy with this great eyes and uh, you know a kind of an old school love he's an actor now i won't make him famous by this however he used to call me bevafa a lot so i thought that instead of feel, feeling sorry for myself i'm going to make this my brand name i'm going to make it shabnam bevafa and the moment i'm going to be fighting for a lot of nitishes like me or anyone from my com- community this name shabnam bevafa will be a tight slap on his face so I- yeah so instead of feeling sorry for myself and i turned my tragedies into comedies and into a brand and into a form of entertainment because entertainment is something that lasts forever like That's even it. if i'll die or anyone will die after 100 years but people will remember their work people will remember their art form and how they and how the other person's art was or their way of de- delivering something on stage and it's going to inspire a lot of people at the same time so i think that's what you know goes in behind the scenes of a of my heart when i was a student and then to a drag queen but you know later i had a lot of fun doing drag initially it was very scary for me but then with time i think that i started enjoying it more i feel comfortable within my own skin people call me skinny as a guy but as shabnam i can beat anyone's figure like yes. he can beat me but he can never beat my outfit priyan <laughs> that's true i i think i have like goosebumps right now like if i have an ounce of courage or anything that you have at that age i don't know like anybody could be anything or anyone in any point of their time of their life i think you don't even like you have no idea how inspiration this is like i have goosebumps but just by listening the story sometimes when i honestly even i don't understand this you know every interview i give or anyone like any person i speak to or i'm with my friends or family they they always ask me that you know 
you have some like you have you're so courageous that 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 started this and you're still doing it and i'm like if you want to go ahead and eat a piece of cake you don't need courage for that right if i want to go ahead and just be myself why should i be called courageous it's just so normal for me it comes to me very naturally so i think i'm just doing my part <laughs> and if so it's helping confident. people then it's getting added in my good karma like <laughs> you are so confident now you have answered like almost all the questions but tell <laughs> me yeah you did but it was amazing though i think if i had put on it into a concept or a question it wouldn't have given such impact like you gave the whole whole story in a one just it's a better way of expression i don't think you missed anything out of there so oh, tell seriously. me how this pandemic is treating artists like you like you cannot perform in your own place you have to go somewhere and perform how this pandemic is affecting you guys so see honestly i think it was not very disturbing for me although the covid-19 pandemic was like the whole surge was really dis- disturbing to the world and myself but as an artist you know with like when time changes you have to change yourself as well so i think personally for me i never had any issues because you know uh, instead of performing a lot i started educating people in the colleges or schools or it most of the events i used to be a part of so i think i started i enjoyed when like the first lockdown happened i enjoyed ha- ha- like having the virtual sessions with different colleges and different organizations you know who really wanted to go ahead and advocate for the lgbtq plus right and they want to you know educate people about the drag culture the drag art form and stuff so i think i didn't miss out on that and i really enjoyed that so as an artist it, it didn't really bother me but you know what i miss the most is performing live on stage you know that when you're an artist you miss the stage you miss the crowd you miss the whole ambience you might have had performing for all these years so i think that is what missing and it's still missing uh, because you know even nowadays you know i think twice before going anywhere so that i j- because i won't catch the vi- like catch the virus and you know as an artist i'm the most exposed person to a lot of crowd which is unknown because they still get to wear the mask but when i'm on stage i don't get to wear a mask and stuff like that so i think mentally it was not challenging for me but yeah i do miss stage and i did a lot of virtual work to keep myself sane so i think that was great i've been a part of a lot of uh, digital media things that i can't name off at the moment but yeah it was really fun spoilers and i think it's <laughs> spoilers but never mind <laughs> so yeah. so just that and then i think for the other artists like my fellow drag artists it was like quite hard for them because i was in a conversation with one the other day and they said that they really missed the stage i mean they just want to do it for the sake of the art form but nothing for the ed- educational part so i think that it varies from people to people right and for me i just really enjoyed it so yeah we enjoyed it too Fun because i i and my fellow mates are always on instagram whenever you are coming live it it might be for 15 minutes it might be for 30 minutes i have seen for like 2 minutes of live when you guys get drunk and by the way you can swear oh, yeah. on this air because it's available swearing so it was fucking awesome so i'm going to tell it because it perfectly fits <laughs> like you were drunk awesome. yeah you were drunk and i was like everybody was watching it because we can watch together <laughs> the i uh, the whole episode and it was like 15 minutes of the session and we loved it we loved everything and we knew that so we know, had every to- day what we used to do so it, 
if i'm free on this like this particular day and i don't have any plans and you know i don't have any professional life schedule so we used to go live from our in- individual accounts and we used to talk about how sex is not a taboo and how we should accept the alternative sex sexualities and you know with that we used to be tipsy so that you know we could make ourselves come come comfortable having this open conversations and also the people who are watching us so i think that also was really great about the pandemic and i'm so glad that that you remember it <laughs> We loved it. We loved it, and I know that I was talking <laughs> you for like last two to three years since I joined Instagram. But I am now prayingly hard uh-huh. to start this whole drinking competition where we can talk while drinking because there is nothing <laughs> better than there is nothing better than alcohol with interviews. So tell me something. And conversations. Conversation. Yeah. Conversation comes also, later. Also, a spoiler and you know a behind the scene trivia thingy. I was very tip. Tipsy when I did my TEDx talk, I just came from an event and I had no idea that my TEDx is going to be just now in another two hours. I was just informed by my manager, and we had to rush. And I was like, "What am I going to do?" Is another reason why why I have never watched my own TEDx talk. But I think I'm going to change that today. Way. Yeah, you should watch it. Okay, so uh, tell me the most misunderstood uh, thing about drag. What people assume drag to be, which is not. i think most of the people you know uh, they confuse us with sex workers i mean uh, in my own time of performing i've you know i've seen people you know coming to me with exciting offers that i want that i don't want to talk about or in the influences people should not talk about so that is first and second you know what people think that we are somewhat related to the transgender people however i respect everyone but we have our own identity as they do i respect them they respect us uh but so that is one and i think that the like people see me as a sexual object like every time they see something different as like something feminine which is different and this is so bad for us and also for the women men they want to take the control and they just want to just harass us or do things to us which is really sad living in this age and time so i think that and you know people they don't respect artists in india i mean i can say it because you know it's been really hard for me to find performances initially and even now sometimes and the biggest miscon like another biggest misconception is that uh, a drag queen can be seen at, like i don't know like they have a really baffled image of a drag queen in their head they think that uh, I, i think i'm going to blame the media that how we were portrayed into the asian film cultures like as a comic like in every comic scene there was a gay guy there there was a drag queen there like they used to show us in all their com- like comedy scenes is the reason why people don't respect our sensitivity they don't respect that uh we can also have emotions and we can also be serious at times so yeah i think you took the major discussion of the topic like i don't think anybody has talked about it before the asian film culture because we all learn from this we learn from films we learn that's true we learn love affection um, anything from films and they have just such a negative portrayal of being a gay person or being a drag queen which is which needs to be changed as soon as possible not only that they true. need to redefine it they need to start redefining it so tell me a story which is very near and dear to you as a human being or an artist See personally, I think all the experiences that I have being Shabnam and even being an artist is really close to my heart, and I think that uh, the one that is 
closest to me i'm going to blame it on my hindi teacher in school that saw the first artist in me so i was the person who used to stammer a lot so this teacher's name was suman she used to teach us hindi she was super annoyed by me because i hated hindi the most and i you know i was very weak in hindi when i was in school but i think that she was the one who you know enlightened this spark in me and she said that you should get on stage like you you should na- na- narrate the play that i wrote that she wrote the other day so yeah i did that so i think that is very close to my heart because you know she was my gateway the outlet for me to you know go ahead and just be on stage and i was shivering i remember but the moment i was on stage i just became this whole different personality i think that is one in the first time i performed is the moment was really you know close to my heart because i remember i was really panicked I, like i was shabnam for the first time in my life and there was around 7 800 people in that club and i and i had no idea that how like how are they going to judge me this dear friend of mine uh, this person uh, this guy came to me uh, and uh, i was seeing that guy i'm not going to uh, name him for some reasons but yeah he said that you know you're going to find different sort of people everywhere is that that how you feel is what you have to present on stage you can't just stop yourself and you know think thinking about the other people if you want to do it so do it and the moment i got on stage i think that a light came into me that you know gave me this voice to celebrate the femininity i have in me it my underdogs were celebrated that night i felt so relaxed that you know i can dance like like finally i have this opportunity finally i have this power to dance on all the female parts of the song that i really wanted to dance on since a long time since my childhood but people used to stop me and now they cannot anymore i think it came from my heart even now when i was speaking so, and to be honest nitish i think if you are gay straight or like any part of the spectrum everyone should like go and dress as a drag queen and give us the opportunity to explain or to just like recognize the name the identity that they are hiding themselves because there's like i cannot think i cannot stop thinking about the youngster that are getting influenced by you every day uh, that i'm really proud of you to you know accepting yourself like this is like people like you people like me and we are making a we are creating a safe place for people like us and people around us we're educating them every day and you know what the like what else best that we can ask for there's nothing much that we can ask for yeah. it's going to get better and better only for all of us definitely and i wish honestly Honestly, I wish there will be some day when we don't have to give uh-huh. an explanation. We will be just accepted okay. as we are. No we'll explanation. Just be ourselves. Yeah, I will be there with my heels and boots in the same place. So I don't have to explain that. This is my part. I feel this way. It will be like as natural as it comes. Well, Nitesh, we all know that you are English literature student. So here's the most scary question: Jane Austen or Thomas Hardy? Thomas Hardy. What scares you the most? Abandonment and Andhera. Cool. Cats or dogs? I think both of them any day every day. What's something that you wish you could acquire a talent or a superpower? I think if it's going to be a superpower I would really love to be invisible for a day. Oh me too. Just to eat yeah. some chocolates. What's your guilty pleasure? Just to spy. Yeah. My guilty pleasure is dating a guy who's now a really famous star. So yeah, I wish if I never dumped him, but yeah, he was so good. But never mind. Uh, he was good in bed too. Ah, uh, spices. <laughs> yes. 
being on a valentine week what love means according to you what's love it doesn't exist for me right now i i just came out of a really toxic relationship like two months ago and uh, love at the moment doesn't exist for me but trust me i'm having all the action i wanted so yeah. doing the things that we love and you know loving ourselves can be done any day every day we don't 20, need a 24/7 365 days so i think yes. if a person comes to me on random saturday with a random bouquet of flowers you don't have to bring flower you can bring chocolate or wine i think that's celebration you don't need a particular week we did come to the end of the interview and we hate goodbyes but i wish this is in the last mm-hmm. time we meet and we we can fill mm-hmm. our listeners with different amazing stories and with the mountains that you have conquer and i think you were one of the best guests in our ever podcast we had so much fun i'm well, so glad to be a part of it oh, and i'm so it. glad that you guys actually called in and we are doing this together and i hope that you know this recording my this podcast maybe you know uh, it goes to a lot of people a lot of young queer people who are questioning themselves yes, and they ma'am. can always reach out to me or you guys and we're always there to support them love for all and i think that love is love I think these are the hashtags which we use. But now, thing the one that I want to make right now is the is that it's twenty twenty two is the air of the queer. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. I'm gonna love it. I love it. My I love god. it. <laughs> this is I don't know. You just came up with it. You're genius. <laughs> I'm creative like that. <laughs> you are genius. Creative is like underrated word for you. You are genius. Well, this is all for this week, and we will meet next. Until then, be creative and love yourself. Bye. Bye bye. Take care.